Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, and pay my respects to the elders both past and present. Hi everyone, I'm Tani Cook and welcome to Chuffed. Some of you may know me as the girl who married a stranger on TV and now I'm chatting with you all here on my podcast. This is your unfiltered safe space for all things love, career and life. Each week I chat to all different types of cool people with fascinating stories. We unpack relationships, life, the serious and the not so serious, business, beauty and a dash of pop culture. Thanks for joining me, let's get into it. This week, we have the incredible Anna McAvoy joining us in our Melbourne studio. We talk all about Anna's thriving new business, Goldie B, wedding planning, plus we also get into what it's like going through a public reality TV breakup. As you guys will hear, I recorded this with Anna directly after hearing my ex on a podcast, so it was perfect timing to debrief with Anna, who's gone through a very similar experience after her Love Island relationship ended. There's a lot in this one, guys. I hope you enjoy. And we're here, we're recording on Valentine's Day, which is just, love that, love that for us. Galentine's Day. <laughs> Galentine's Day. <laughs> I was just saying to Anna, I've been, had a bit of a scat morning. I've just come off my flight, I've come straight here and just saw a podcast of my ex saying some stuff about me. So that's just been a lot, but we'll get into, we'll get into everything. So I actually did Anna's show, live show in September. Yeah. I think it was. Where's your head at? It was so so fun um and yeah how how was that tour for you how did you find that because that was like looks like a lot of work it was a lot of work (laughs) thank you for having me on as well it's so nice to go on a girl girl podcast like I feel like we're a little duo right now it's nice Yeah, so we actually did our first live show and we just did a Melbourne show Mm. and it was really successful. And then we were kind of like, should we do an Australia tour (laughs) next year? And we ended up doing three destinations. So we did Melbourne, Sydney and Brisbane. Mm. And you and Ollie were our guests for the Sydney Sydney show. Sydney. Yeah, so we interviewed you. But do you know what's so wild? And I was talking to Matt about this, my co-host, the other day, is that... Love Matt. Shout out to Matt. Yeah, shout out to Matt. We had three couples that we ended up interviewing and all of them broke up. I was like... crazy. Cursed. 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 Sorry. Where is your head at, actually? Because it's not in the relationship. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry if we've put that curse on you guys. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's so crazy because I had just got off a flight from London, I think the day before, because I remember going, I had to go to a shoot and then we had the podcast show. But the thing that made it so orkies because we actually had broken up when I was in London Mm. really really briefly and then we kind of were going to patch things up and you know go to therapy and work on the relationship and it was a conversation because I was like what the fuck are we going to do about this podcast like the live the live show I was like I don't want to bail on like they've literally gone out there people bought tickets I was like I don't want to bail on it I was like we need to work through this and then let's just do it let's just like you know make it work it's fine we can still like we were very amicable at that time and I was like let's let's just figure it out I was like it's fine I'm happy to do it he was quite reluctant at first and I was like I cannot bail on these people I feel like so I was really conscious I was like oh that's just such a bad look if we're like the day before can't be there <laughs> like that is just I was like no nah, can't do that um so yeah we were in a bit of a weird place when we did that so I want to what was your vibe because we hadn't met we obviously had chatted on Instagram but we hadn't actually yeah. met properly what was your kind of vibe from that experience so were you guys together when (laughs) the live show happened yeah we were so we we were broken up then we got back together but it was a bit it was a bit tense a bit frosty maybe 
I mean, my first impression of both of you was that you were both super lovely, easy to talk to, charismatic. But what I will say oh is... God. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, I have to be honest. Yeah, no, I appreciate um, it. <laughs> it's always bad when someone starts with that. There was a moment when we were on stage with you guys mm. And I think I asked a question like, you know, is Tani the one? I remember. And yep. there was the longest, most deafening silence from Ollie. Mm. And yeah, the audience actually, there was like a kind of all throughout like the audience. The yeah. And the only thing I would have said is like, maybe just lie, just lie. in front of an audience. Just lie. <laughs> like maybe just like lie when it's probably convenient for you to do so. <laughs> not when it's not. Um, yeah, I remember that. And I was, I can't remember how I answered it, but I think I was like, you, you were know, politically correct. Yeah, I think I was like, I've been in a lot of <laughs> toxic dynamics and stuff and, you know, funnily enough now. Um, and then I was like, you know, this feels like good, like something, something like that. And I was quite... Um, looking at it with like a promising kind of lens but I said like, I think I said like we're still young or, or whatever something like that yeah. which I did genuinely like genuinely feel and that stage I think I was really kind of hanging on to the relationship because I did really want it to work out and then yeah I think when I heard his answer I was like what like that's just so confusing did that cause a fight between you guys after the show well, we it just was it was a bit we had a couple of like disagreements backstage which were a bit awkward like I just feel like we just like have little bickers and stuff mm. and it just I think the issue I've had sometimes with Ollie's he would pick the worst times to have discussions that needed didn't need to be have at that time and that was always something I'd flagged with him so like you know when there would be like an event or there would be something like that mm. um where you had to show up and it was like other parties were involved that would be the time that he would choose to have some sort of conversation that was uncomfortable yeah and yeah I remember seeing back then I was like oh this is just like so awkward and I just didn't know how to take that because I was like oh okay great just and I, I did see some comments like when we did I saw one comment in particular when we had the breakup post it was like I saw them at the live show and they didn't look like connected and I was like it's so interesting that people could pick up on such small things and observe that and then obviously then comment on a, a little a little post after but yeah it was it was interesting yeah interesting but I think we did then try and make it work out after that and now we're here having and a now gallant, we're here having a Galentine's, Galentine's day together <laughs> I got I feel I do feel bad for you though I will say there's nothing worse than waking up in the morning and I know it's Valentine's Day and you've woke up to a podcast that he's gone on mm. talking about the relationship. And, you know, I know that there's probably things that you haven't gotten off your chest because you're trying to be respectful. And yeah. it, it does suck because you're just like, well, where do, what do I do now? Do I yeah. speak do out? I say do, yeah, like, do What's... I just keep my mouth shut? Yeah, I think it's hard when it comes to, because obviously you've experienced it in a public breakup as well, mm-hmm. how to navigate it. Obviously, I don't know totally like your situation, but yeah. it's hard when I think even during the relationship or a little bit after like getting sent DMs and getting sent pictures and getting sent stuff and you're like, fuck, like this is not normal yeah. in any relationship, right? And then it's just even worse being in the public eye and having so many people like almost wish for your downfall or like, I don't know, just kind of like want to be having the gossip, want to be like, oh, did you see this, this, this? And it's just so – it makes it so much more difficult. Breakups are hard enough. But that on top of it, it's like, oh, my God, give me a break. Did you have any of that experience? Obviously, it's so long ago. But I feel like you were one of like the first really big public couples from like a reality show that worked out and everyone was like championing it. And then – 
Yeah, then obviously it didn't. <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> Champing, um, fortunately, because now <laughs> your girl's getting married soon. But yeah. how how did you navigate that? Like you were one of the first. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, speaking specifically about the breakup, mm. it was so challenging. And I've spoken about this on my podcast. Like you said, there's nothing like it. Like we mm. broke up and the next day he was out doing his own thing. He's single. He can do what he wants. Sure. But I was getting messages. I was getting photos. I was getting – I just saw your boyfriend walk into the bathroom with another girl. It was my ex-boyfriend, but still. Like yeah. all of those things that you would never normally hear about mm. and it's just like you go your separate way. It's ways. too much. It's so hard, especially when you're not fully over the relationship. Like two days earlier, you're having sex yeah. and then now you're right. broken up and you're seeing all of these messages. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's so full on. It's so confronting and it's it does really suck. And I think you do put pressure on yourself mm. to stay with that person. Like I know for me and my ex's relationship, it went really well when we were in Love Island. Yeah. And I think when the cameras turn off, there is a bigger reality (laughs) that kind of sinks in and you do really get to know someone and you get to really see what their personality Mm -hmm. is like when the cameras aren't facing them and things are different. And I I totally understand why because you want to put your best foot forward, even in dating, right? You go on a first date and you you literally interview (laughs) interview me. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're smiling, you're bubbly. You're like the best version of yourself. But then when you add reality TV to that scenario, it's like, the absolute best version. And I mean, sometimes people show the worst (laughs) versions of themselves on reality TV. But then when the cameras go off, I think you really truly get to know someone. I don't know if you found that with Yeah, I did. I felt not in uh, very like clear things, but I felt the same way. Like some stuff kind of came out when we like moved in together, like after, you know, we we lived together and things that's different. Well, I guess it's the same because you guys are like together 24 seven and like you film 24 seven in Love Island. But yeah, we spent so much time together, but also like by ourselves, whereas you're with a bunch of other people. It's more of like a social experiment in that sense. And then there was some stuff that I kind of was like uncovering after that whole experience was done. Then we moved in and we were actually in a relationship outside of the show. And I was like, oh, okay, like interesting because I didn't really, wasn't aware of this stuff in that four months. And I feel like four months is quite a long time to maybe not have had certain discussions. But yeah, it is, I think it's natural, right? Like you, like you said, you're your best foot forward on TV and then it's real life and you've got jobs, you've got rent to pay, you've got, you know, you've got, you've got adult life to live. It's not like you're being covered living in an amazing apartment for free, being fed, all of this stuff. It's very, it's very real. And I felt, yeah, I felt the same way as well. But for you with, in terms of, did you, had you announced the breakup? When you were getting that stuff? No. You, okay, yeah. Okay, that's relatable. So people were like okay. kind of, yeah, people were kind of like trying to warn me that Josh was yeah, cheating, like cheating on me. Yeah. And I was like, damn it. Like mm. this just happened, but already. And I'm pretty sure I actually went on my stories and I had a pretty public meltdown, being oh. like crying, being like, don't Love send that. me Love that. <laughs> anything that Josh is yeah. doing because I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. And it's, it, I think it's so hard not to look. Mm. I was constantly refreshing my messages being like, what, Who, what else is there? What else is there? Like, yeah. give me the info. But then, of course, after that. And I think, like, I've never really thought about it, but I think there's a lot of similarities in mm, our breakup. Totally. Because very soon after, there was photos with other reality TV stars okay. and daily mails of 
you know pap shots and stuff with a maths contestant or with yeah. a bachelor contestant and yeah it just sucks yeah it's so funny because I feel when it happened to me so we had announced our breakup and then two days or a day later there was like released images of him on like a night out with a bunch of girls and then he like posted another Love Island girl on his story and then deleted it and it was just like the defense to it was oh well, we've actually been broken up for a month or whatever and I think it it annoys me because it's like trying to justify that it's still a bit of a shitty thing for me to like see like I don't want to see photos of you coming out of an event with 10 girls imagine if that was me and how that would have affected you if I'm walking out with 10 guys I'm doing this posting guys on my story like it's not nice and I don't appreciate being kind of put back in my face like I'm being unreasonable for being upset by that yeah yeah I just feel like that it's so different for women in that instance versus for men because it's like yeah party boy fine but literally can you imagine if that was me and I was like pictured Obviously, he's, like, gone and made a TikTok. Like, he's pictured, like, looks like he's holding a girl's boobs. It's not a great photo. Okay. Um, But it's, like, the angle and stuff. And he's done a whole thing responding to it. But, like, imagine if that was me. Probably would lose my job. Probably would lose my brand partnerships. Probably (laughs) would lose a lot more. But it's just – that's just how it is. But I think it's still, like, having to see that in your face. It's just so shit, right? It's like, yeah, I know he's been doing this stuff. He's been doing it. And it hasn't been publicized and it still hurts me. And now it's publicized. It's even more hurtful. And then people are like having something to say about it. That's, I think the hardest thing I found, found, I don't know if the same for you, is that when other people have such a strong opinion on your relationship without knowing anything, that has pissed me off the most. Because you know all of the secrets and you're like, if only you knew. If only you knew. If only you knew. Yeah. Because we were mainly copying, or I guess from my perspective, it was like, you know, you think the grass is greener, like you young people. It's mainly from the older generation. Like you guys just never want to work through anything. We had a good thing going. Stop thinking the grass is greener. You're just really yeah, like yeah. living your life. Like all you want to do is this, is this. I'm like, I don't even know what to say to that. I'm like, yeah. okay. The hard thing is, is because men and women – deal very differently with breakups like I feel like guys go out they get fucked up yeah drink hooking up with a bunch of girls hook up with a bunch of girls and they kind of like numb their feelings yeah and then maybe they deal with them later maybe they don't who knows but I think that's what I would approach say whereas like with women and I know with (laughs) with me personally I was like in bed, I was eating chocolate, I was crying (laughs) like I was really I was really in Mm. my feelings but what I will say, because, I mean, you're recently single. Yes. Recently-ish. What I will say is I feel like we do all the hard work at the start and then at the mm. end, once you've done all the work, they then start then feeling the feels. So, <laughs> yeah. like, I think it Absolutely. works out. All is fair in love and war. I think it all comes back <laughs> around, right? Yeah, it does. No, and I think it's – it's, I think for me, a bit daunting because being single, I think after being on, because again, you experienced it, being on a show, yeah. I don't know how to navigate that dating space because it's like my whole storyline was that I hated dating apps because they were just so shit. Yeah. Probably I'm going to do that again. <laughs> um, we'll see. But yeah. yeah, I think now I'm like, fuck, who, who's my, what's my dating pool now? Who am I dating? How am I going to find someone that is not going to judge me for going on a, dating tv show which is arguably pretty embarrassing how do you navigate how do you navigate that you know (laughs) but obviously you've done it and you're engaged and you know it's really beautiful to see that journey for you but 
when you first like how did you even approach that because I didn't even know where to fucking start <laughs> I'm like no one fucking talks to me like a DM I'm like delete <laughs> really and, and the annoying thing about the whole breaking up situation is I feel like guys get so many DMs from lots of girl influencers but we as females we don't really get like all I of those like DMs and guys it are a pisses bit more, me off I think in this situation I don't feel like guys would be sliding in because they're like oh fuck what if I get rejected oh that's embarrassing yeah seeing the dms that these guys <laughs> I've seen them I've seen the other like I've seen inters- them too and like full nudes full constantly. nudes like really like really aggressive like hookup propositions like highly it's just sexual, a lot yeah. really highly sexual which pop off if that's your thing like go for it like each their own but I just think I'm glad I'm not getting those to be yeah, honest I but- sleep well at night knowing that like no dick pics, my DMs. Thank you. Yeah, block. Immediate block. immediate block. But it's if when you're it's like sending your photo, dick. you're like, nah. And I'm also like, sorry, babe, but that's not your dick. No. <laughs> Seriously. That's from Pornhub. Literally. <laughs> But I actually don't think that you should be totally against dating apps because I found Hinge to be super helpful. Okay. So I think a couple of weeks after me and Josh broke up, mm-hmm. I jumped onto Bumble, okay. made a fake dating profile. I know how ridiculous is no, that. stop it. Because I wanted to just remind myself that there was eligible single men out there. That so I put a fake photo up. What, fo- what photo? It was literally like a photo that I saw on someone's Instagram. They were far away. They were Shut literally... Up. I know. Out how, here being a catfish. I'm a full-blown catfish. <laughs> it was... They were so small. They were like okay. a hand. So okay. I was like, you can't actually visually okay. see who it is. So I'm thinking... This is perfect. This is a perfect okay. photo. I'm just going to take this, pluck it up, put it on Bumble. And then I was kind of like, it, it wasn't even about swiping. I just wanted to see mm. who's who out was out there. Anyway, 48 hours later, I got blocked from Bumble for being a catfish. Fair enough. Great. Great that Bumble's doing that. <laughs> and once you do get blocked as a catfish, you can't come back. So I've never so been allowed I've, back I've Bumble. been blocked from Bumble. <laughs> Have you? No, I'll tell you the story. It's actually hilarious. <laughs> So I, so I can't remember like a couple, maybe a couple years back, I had like, it was literally me and my proper profile. <laughs> so embarrassing, I can't believe I'm telling this. I was like chatting with this guy, but he had in his profile about buying feet photos. So I was like, feet photos. I was like, I'm going to sell oh. some feet photos. Why not? <laughs> so then I like replied back talking about, I was like, yep, all good. 60 bucks, get the money. Gets, my account gets blocked. Can't solicit, can't sell things by the app. That's hilarious. But you know what? I'm happy with it. You're like, meet me on Instagram. I changed my number so I was able to get a new account anyways. But little tip for everyone if they want a new account. Just don't put your number. Just get a new number. (laughs) So, yeah, Bumble's pretty onto with that security. Going back to what we were discussing. So, yeah. Yeah, so you did the the account. I did the account, got blocked. And then I just kind of took myself onto Hinge. Okay. And I actually had some really good dates until I met my fiance, like met some really cool people, had fun, really kind of sunk into dating and enjoyed it. Like Mm -hmm. I had a different mindset, I think, because I was in a relationship for six years. Yeah. I thought I was going to be with him forever. Totally. I kind of got cold feet last minute. I was like, I need to be single. I need to Mm -hmm. explore more things in my life Mm because I was with him from 19. Okay was single for a year, went on Love Island, was with Josh for a year. Mm-hmm. And then for that last year of being single, I was loving it. I was yeah. just fully living life, embracing it, living life, just super positive about it. Even a bad date was a good date because it yeah. was a good story. Yeah. We had the podcast. So it was yeah, like, great. great. 
<laughs> and I think, yeah, I just was really enjoying dating. And then I met Michael, my fiance. Mm-hmm. Love him. He is the nicest person ever. Like the he's energy. So oh, he's so sweet. I know. I've really lucked out with him because he's just a beautiful person. And everyone who he meets, like, he's Seriously, just, yeah. yeah, he's so sweet. So very lucky we get married in May. I am so excited <laughs> for you because I want to know all about wedding. Let's the talk wedding. about the wedding. Yes. So what? So my <laughs> sister's getting married next month. She's got a destination wedding in Thailand. Oh, I'm so excited. I love Thailand. It's, oh, I'm just, I can't wait to go back. And she's she's actually been a really chill bride. Yeah. And I'm, I'm quite like, what's going on? Like even for her hens, I barely did anything. Granted, I was up there putting the streamers up, all of that. <laughs> but I was like, do you want me to organize stuff? She knew exactly the vision she wanted. She like did it herself. And I think she's just kind of like me. Like you just want to do it do it right yourself yeah. um and she's been really really chill about it and i'm like oh this seems refreshing i'm like surely this is meant to be more stressful than this yeah well that's the thing i feel like there's this dialogue that weddings are the most stressful time mm. of your life i've not found that at all yeah. i've had such a ball i've loved every second of it i'm also a chill bride or yeah. have been up until now yeah okay <laughs> we're three months out now so we'll see but it, I mean, I'm just kind of like, whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. I'm marrying the love of my life. That's the main thing. Yep. That's what I'm focusing on. I've got my vows. He's got his. Everything else is a bonus. And, yep. you know, we're having a destination wedding because we wanted a small wedding. But we were kind of like thinking it would be 50 people and now we're at 80. So a okay. lot of people have RSVP'd. So we've, That's we, great. We're feeling pretty lucky that people are taking the trip – Destination weddings are such a good excuse for a such holiday, a though, excuse. aren't they? So even like you, you're getting to go to Thailand, which yeah, is like beautiful. Yeah, like quite a few people have RSVP'd, which I'm quite surprised because Thailand's obviously a bit of a stretch to get people to come to. Yeah. Um, but it's again such an excuse. Like, yeah, people haven't been back since before COVID. Yeah, it's crazy because I think back to like. I was like, I had like my wedding and all of that stuff. And when I was thinking about going through that experience in maths and I was like, because I didn't get to choose any of that. I chose my dress and I didn't pick anything else. So so you didn't pick the... Oh, no, I, I thought you got any of to the pick like the theme or something. Well, they asked me. It's funny because they asked me what I wanted. And I said, oh, I just want like nice classic vibes. Did I get that? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I got neon signs, grunge, pink flowers, which... Honestly, it was a vibe. I really loved it. I was like, this is amazing. Probably wouldn't do it for my actual wedding, but yeah. it was like, it's stunning. It looked so yeah. stunning. It's an interesting experience for me having that and then my sister getting married. Yeah. It's been so crazy because she's younger than me. She's three years younger and she's just got her life like so much more together than I do, which <laughs> did not expect. I think for her, like things just went really quickly. Like they met in New York on a bar crawl and That's then cute. he's from Melbourne. So Aww. she's Sydney, Melbourne and then – but um, like with her, it just moves so quickly and I think when you know and it just kind of – things just happen yeah. for you and I feel like the same for you, like you just – it just happened. Yeah. And people might judge and be like, oh, that's too soon because have you found that? People did say that a little bit because mm. we got ma- – uh, sorry, married. We got, <laughs> Not married <Not> yet. yet. <laughs> um, we got engaged after I think a year – so it was I think pretty, that's pretty like yeah. stand like, but I think when you get older as well, like it's true. You know, when you know, you know. You mm-hmm. have so much dating experience at this point that yeah. you're kind of like, this is a no, this is a yes. If mm-hmm. you're saying yes to someone, you're like, this is like a yeah, big yes for totally. me. And then they're kind of at the same stage in their life, and you're kind of just on the same path together. So totally. But I've always <laughs> kind of felt like. That's the energy I want to have. I don't yeah. want a slow burn. I want it to you be want like, a hell yes. this is it. Yeah. Be like, this is a hell. I'm totally like, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Absolutely. And Same. I've always had that mentality. Yeah. Like, I feel you have to have that 
vibe yeah. straight away. The spark, yeah. yeah. You need to be like allured into them. Mm. So you're like, oh, I just want to find out so much more about you. I want to get to know you. I also want to mm. rip your clothes off. Literally, right? <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> anyway, back to the wedding. What has been like the most stressful part of the whole process for you? Um, so we actually booked our wedding venue without seeing it. Wow. And we didn't know if we were actually going to get to see it. Okay. But we luckily in August got to actually Great. go there. So when we arrived, because we're having our wedding in Greece, in Corfu. Stunning. So we arrived at the airport and the first 10 minutes of kind of leaving the airport, I was like, this is not what I expected. Okay. This is not what I wanted. Okay. Oh, shit. I've made what have the I done? biggest mistake. I put yeah. a huge deposit yeah. down Great. on this Love venue. That. And 10 minutes after we started driving there... It just all of a sudden, it was like, honestly, a movie. It Everything started just to look beautiful. Listening in the sun. ocean. We started <laughs> taking the ocean road. The oh. ocean was just the most gorgeous color. We got there and I was just like, thank <sighs> relief. God. It looks amazing. It's going to be amazing. I don't care what happens from now yeah. on. So I think that was like a little bit of a scary moment. But I think with all destination weddings, if you've not seen it, it's always kind of a bit of a gamble. Yeah. But yeah, there's always challenges with weddings and trying to keep everyone happy. For sure, and yeah. But those dynamics, <laughs> all the stress, all family dynamics. dynamics can't deal. Yeah, <laughs> but I think like we've just kind of been like, we don't care. This is yeah. about me and Michael, and a hundred percent. We're just keeping it really chill, and it's just all about our love. So yeah. And can you give us any hints in regards to dress? I have two dresses. Love that. Love yeah. It. So two, they're getting made by Alin LeCal. He's amazing. Stunning. So one is, there's a slit. Okay. A really we high slit. That's probably, yeah, that's kind of the okay. clue okay. that I, I like haven't that. said to anyone yet. Okay. <laughs> Exclusive. I'm so, I'm like, I'm trying to like envision like what vibe, if you're going to do classic or really big, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to expect. So I'm really excited. To I know it. when you were talking about the like, vibes, I'm like, I want to like, tell you the vibes. Vibe. No, no, no. I actually want to be surprised. Cause that's like, that's obviously like my favorite thing yeah. with the wedding dress. Like when I went, cause I was with my sister when she got the dress and it was surprisingly not the one that she picked out. So she uh. went to a boutique in Melbourne, had like, I think like three, there was one that she was like, yep, this is it. But I want to try the rest on again. Yeah. Tried on this dress. And I was like, that is stunning and it was just beautiful like the way it sat on her I was like wow I was like dude I was like that is so nice that's it I was like that's the dress and it was just so so amazing like having that experience of just being like that is it like that is the dress like that (laughs) moment say yes to the dress yeah did you have that with your dress or did you kind of go through a couple variations because you're just are you designing it with them yeah Yeah. so I'm designing it but I did want to have that experience so I did bring my mum along to the shop Mm -hmm. in Melbourne and I tried on like four or five different dresses yeah. just to kind of be like, oh, this is nice. This is nice. And then I tried on this style that I've picked out. Okay. And my mum was like, that looks That's the best it. on you. Yeah. That's your kind of look. So, yeah, we've kind of had yeah. like a similar oh, nice. kind of experience. But I'm going to do – I'm going to bring my bridesmaids into the – uh, store his store and I'm gonna do a reveal Stunning. and we're gonna do like champagne oh, and gosh. snacks and just make it a real kind of yeah, little experience so nice. that we can all remember dying to see it yeah. oh, I can't wait it's <laughs> really exciting so obviously 
you guys have a business, which I yes. really want to get into. Yes. Um, tell me about how that came about. Goldie B, shout yes. out. Double tell E, me, double E. Double E, double E. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get that wrong. I love that. <laughs> Matt always like, my co-host of my podcast always takes the piss. He's like, you need to say, stop saying double E, double E. I'm like, like it's, it's a thing now. No. It's Goldie B, double E, yeah, double E. No, like, honestly, you have to. Got to reiterate it. <laughs> Just can't forget it. <laughs> Talk me through how you like concepted that from yeah. the idea to actually executing because obviously like that's a, like a lot of work obviously yeah. you have a lot going on yeah you then start an econ business which is arguably pretty stressful job yeah. and you're, you're really involved in it so I want to hear yeah tell me how it started I think so I did media communications mm-hmm. at uni and PR yeah and PR girlies yeah <laughs> and I just think I always hated being told what to do Mm -hmm. and I always wanted to be my own boss and I'm very if I'm interested in something I'm super driven I'm super Mm -hmm. passionate if I'm not interested in it like I'm giving zero effort like in school my my English teacher said to my parents in year 12 we've never met someone with so much potential that's put in such little effort (laughs) but I just (laughs) I just wasn't interested but when I am interested I'm super focused yeah so I always knew that it needed to be the idea needed to come from me yeah I've actually tried to start two other businesses and kind of got all the way through and then just before it launches I was like I don't know if this is right for me I started a tried to start a business with my ex as well we had kind of done put a lot of money in Mm -hmm. almost launched and then we were like it's not right yeah and I think you I think with a business you need to have or at least if there's two people in a business, you need to have someone who's super creative and someone who's going to run the marketing 100%. and then someone who's going to do the business mm-hmm. aspect. And I think when I met Michael, like literally six months into our relationship, I was like, do you want to start a business together? And I just knew, I was like, I know I'm going to spend forever with this guy. Yeah. I know that he has that business entrepreneurial Mentality. mind, kind mm-hmm. of like me, but I know he would be able to do all of a the different business side of it. stuff. Yeah. So we both have Which is boring. Strengths. We don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> we want to do the marketing and the fun stuff. A hundred percent. But yeah. that's where I thrive. And then he thrives in all of that stuff. Yeah. He loves it. It's a perfect dynamic. Whereas like with other kind of businesses, mm-hmm. it was like both of us wanting to do the marketing sure, side. Sure. Okay. And it was like a real clash and it For just sure. wasn't going to ever work. And I think I knew that. And I think that's why we didn't launch. Um, but yeah, with Goldie B, I mean, I've fake tan since the age of 17. Mm-hmm. I always hated having pale skin. It was a huge insecurity of mine. Mm-hmm. And I think I have basically tried every tanning product ever. Mm-hmm. And when it came to other business ideas, I had ideas, but I wasn't super, I was passionate, but I wasn't, it wasn't my thing. Yeah, Whereas okay. tanning is my thing. Okay. And I think I just got to a point, so many people had said to me throughout the years, you should, you should start a tanning business. Yes. And I was like, yeah, I should. But, it, you know, yeah, there's, there's so, so many, many factors. There's so many tanning yeah. businesses out there or like I would make excuses. And then I think when meeting Michael and realizing we could start a business so well together, mm-hmm. I was like, let's do a tanning business. Let's have a business where my passion is. Yeah. And I think from there, we just really pushed through. We got everything done that we needed to it took 18 months. I yeah. think initially I thought, you know, because you have to manufacture. What's the process like? Because like, do you manufacture yeah. here? Because I can imagine that would be so difficult. I don't so know where you start with that. It's so hard to know where to start. So obviously you need to find a manufacturer that's right for the product mm-hmm. that you want. Um, 
an ex of mine actually used to have a business and okay. I reached out to him Love and that. I was like, hey, do you have a manufacturer <laughs> for like tanning yeah. in Australia? Because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be Australian made. That was really important yeah. to me. Um, and he was like, yeah, I do. And I was like, cool, can you send it over? <laughs> Please. <laughs> and obviously Michael knew, my fiance yeah, knew yeah, about yeah. this. He was totally cool yeah. with it. Um, so we started the manufacturing process. We were like, we want it to be all natural, you know, fragrance free because I have yeah. sensitive skin. Sure. So we wanted it to be just um, like m- we wanted most people to mm-hmm. be able to use it. And yeah, we got into that process. I genuinely thought it was going to take two months. I kid you not. Oh, a year at least it wow. took us of testing, getting our friends and family, trying testing. it out. There's, yeah. It's just such a big process. Yeah. And we, I think we really just had no idea what we were getting mad. into. How many rounds of samples did you go oh, through? Like like 20, maybe wow. 25. Yeah, wow. like heaps. And to the point where the manufacturer, like we kept getting charged more and more and more because normally they would do five samples and mm-hmm. then it's done. Yeah. And with us, they're like, we're really sorry. That, but, it's not, but not, we, right, not I think right. it's because like, because I've tried – because we've started our product is a face tanning mist mm-hmm. because I've tried so many I was very specific on what I wanted well, it's hard because usually like you would break out right like anything that's yeah. like yeah. tan related like you, your skin just breaks out yeah. and I think that is like because it's not just like tan through it's like face you got to deal face with all the hormonal so, stuff yeah. it's so hard so it yeah. adds in like another layer to yeah. it and you don't see many like there's like none on the market like yeah. that do it well yeah and we were like, it needs to be ultra fine so you don't rub it in. Yeah. There's like so many different aspects. Yeah. It needs to be like a water. Like it literally needs to be a spritz. 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 A little spritz at night. Wake up with the glow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wake up looking fabulous. That's the USP. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it took us a while. And to be honest, even after we had manufactured the product, there was so many. It's such a roller coaster having a business. There was so many different aspects and things that we had to do and you know all of the little like australia made symbols all of those symbols on the back you need to get approval get approval you need to put in applications like Mm -hmm. it's just the biggest headache ever and i'm not gonna lie there was a few times where we were like is this in the too hard basket yeah but then you look at all of the work that you've done all of Mm. this unpaid work for 18 months and you're like no i've got to do this i need to keep going but even yeah, it, it was just a big process, but then we got to launch and that was so exciting. We yeah. were just beyond excited. And I don't know if you know this, but we launched and it went amazingly well. So um, but then I got sepsis 24 I hours remember, later. I remember yeah. this. I was like, oh my God, yeah. can we talk about that? Yeah. So I was under a lot of pressure. Oh so we had the live shows literally and I was like no way yeah and I had had bronchitis because you were not feeling good that night anyway I I remember you saying I was on antibiotics for a UTI I remember um so I had bronchitis (laughs) literally (laughs) the cranberry juice was not helping no so we I had bronchitis at the Melbourne show I had a UTI at the Sydney show and then hell 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 both those things literally horrible literally and then a week later we were launching our business and I think honestly from all of the antibiotics and then 
my UTI, I was on the wrong strain of antibiotics for UTIs. Guys, if you're listening, if Stop. you get a UTI, get a wee test and make sure you're on the right antibiotics. Because if you don't, you can get worse. a kidney infection. <gasps> where So where the bacteria actually goes into your kidney. Oh, my God. So I had a kidney infection. And actually, the day before we launched... I was so excited because, like, you know, you're working on this fucking project for 18 months and you're like... It's out there. It's it's happening tonight. Like, people are going to know. And I was still feeling really unwell, but I was pushing through. I was like, bitch, you're going to enjoy this moment. Seriously, don't ruin it for yourself. (laughs) But, yeah, then literally 24 hours, I couldn't push it off anymore. Ended up in hospital. Um, and the kidney infection actually turned into sepsis, which is when the infection gets into your blood. And I was really sick. Like they thought I was going to die. Wow. And I was like, I can't believe I've spent 18 months. It feels months. so dramatic, doesn't it? It's like, <laughs> and then it's like, here's a boom. I'm like, I've spent 18 months like trying to launch a business and literally 24 hours, I get 24 hours of joy Seriously. and then I'm going to die. That's genuinely the Can thoughts you that were going through my head. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's crazy. Yeah. I feel like there's some sort of like beautiful kind of subliminal message there though. I feel like there's something there like that happened in that timing. I just feel like that's like an omen of some sort. Yeah. Positively. Yeah. It's so crazy. Because like I can't even imagine like doing all that. Like that is just – because doing a business in itself but like actually creating a product and like going through that whole – it's it's a lot. Design, everything. Design and all the marketing and all the campaign stuff looks stunning. Yeah, Yeah, because did you have like – did you kind of work across all of that? I imagine you did. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot, yeah. And like obviously Goldie B is very elegant and chic and very high-end tan. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot put into aesthetics. I'm yeah, so course. big on aesthetics. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it's like we the number aesthetic. one thing. <laughs> and yeah, it was obviously a bit of a downer going yeah. into hospital. But I, at that point I was like, you know, I just have to accept yeah. what's happened. Totally. It's not like I had a huge like two-week marketing post-launch that I had. And I was like, that's just yeah. – we're just g- getting these orders out to people. Totally. It was such a successful launch. Yeah. Like such a successful launch. We are so happy hit six figures really quickly like we are just beyond grateful and so like lucky to be in a position where people are getting to people know about the product mainly because of my platform but then they're loving it I think that's the thing for us it's the second stage right it's It's like loving it but then really loving it that's like what counts right and now we're getting people coming back to the side as well so people have bought it like three four times now which I'm just like in shock about so wow like overall we're so happy with it but it was a the launch was a process (laughs) So do you have any plans? Because obviously it's like just purely e-com at the moment. Yes. Do you have any plans like or visions like retailers or anything like or like internationally? Would you consider that? What are your kind of plans for the business? Definitely. I think we want to grow our product line. Great. um, But definitely would love to see it in, you know, Mecca, Mm -hmm. Priceline. Yeah. Chemist Warehouse, wherever. Wherever, I wherever mean, works. Wherever works. I feel like you can really sit in any of those retailers because it's like that premium vibe, but it's yeah. not too high of a price point, but it yeah. kind of sits within that shopper. So it could really be in it could any be of them, anywhere. Any, honestly, anywhere. But definitely internationally, I think we really have goals set for like, you know, boots in the UK, yeah, America, sure. definitely. And I mean, we ship internationally. So yeah. we have had like 
the craziest it, wouldn't orders. Wouldn't that be like, crazy if you like, these people know who I am in these countries and yes, they're buying from me? It's so like, strange. What? We yeah. had two orders from Greece yesterday. We were like, why? Like, <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a cool experience. And, like, I think the reward after launching is so worth it. Yeah. But to get to launch – is the hardest thing ever. Yeah. And, you know, if anyone is thinking of starting an yeah, what's e-commerce, your advice? my advice is to keep going no matter what. And when things get really hard, ask for help and yep. keep pushing through and just know that the end goal is going to be so worth it. Um, yeah. But it's like an ever grow. It's an ever evolving kind of process like yeah. it doesn't just finish at launch you launch and then you're like there's so many now there's a lot of work to do <laughs> yeah there's so many moving parts yeah. to this and i think you just don't realize and you, you really are navigating and trying everything. to do everything all at once but such a rewarding thing and like obviously as i said i always wanted to be my own boss i am you know we have our podcast as well so like it's really good having all of Ecosystem. these things mm. yeah and it's like they're things all, you're passionate about as all well. passion projects yeah. that's what it is i think i'm so lucky and so grateful that i get to do two things now that I love. really love. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just, fuck, I'm so glad I have a fake tanning company and not like a hair company or something like that because it is where my passion lies. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I love that. And yeah. what, to finish off, what is in store for you this year? What have you got? Obviously, the wedding is going to be a huge part of it. Yeah. What's what, what have you kind of got on, on the vision board? What's happening? I mean, I have a partnership with Easy Weddings, which Michael awesome. and I were just I inspiring. saw, I just saw. Yeah, so that's been really fun with the face of their kind of brand. It's super easy if you're um, planning a wedding because they easy just weddings. have literally <laughs> – Literally all the suppliers wow. on the app. So it's just like if That's you need amazing. a makeup artist, all the makeup artists. If you wow. need, you know, a celebrant, all the celebrants in Melbourne. Okay. Like it's really good. So we have a partnership with them. We have the wedding coming up. Huge. Matt and I have a little project that we're doing on the side. Okay. We have Where's Your Head Out, the podcast. I mean, there's just – I love to keep busy, as yeah. you might be able to tell. But it doesn't but feel also- like that bad because you're like, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving part. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm loving it. So – it's lots of fun and I'm just grateful to be in this position. I think I think as well, like I started modeling at 17 in this yeah. industry and I think it's been a long journey. Like mm-hmm. I didn't just arrive here with a podcast that's doing well and an amazing business. I think it's been a real journey for me. Yeah. So I think every single, you know, opportunity that I'm given I'm so grateful for and I'm sure. so just I just have so much gratitude about it and I'll never ever ever get you know tired of saying thank you I'll never yeah. be ungrateful for anything because I totally. think we're all lucky to be in this so position lucky. and I think it, you're right like it's so so lucky to have the opportunities we do and it's like just being grateful for it because not everyone is in the same position and yeah. like obviously from like that journey you've been able to grow and do you know start a business do all these amazing things yeah. I think that's because of your hard work as well yeah. you know because it's like yeah. people have been given the same opportunities as us in terms of the same platform but they haven't always utilized it in the way absolutely that you have so yeah. I think there's obviously credit for that as well because it's not just because you go on TV and it doesn't really mean anything, right? It doesn't like, mean you've anything. You've got to hustle. You've got to, you know, show yourself and do all these other stuff. Because yeah. heaps of people have been on TV and we don't a see A lot of people have been on TV. Like, so it's like, it's such a credit. And I hate when people try and um, discredit people because of that. Because it's like, you've been working for yeah. like a long time. So yeah. 
Um, no, I love this chat. Thank you so much for joining me. Honestly, it's been such good to get an insight into business. I'm so excited now to see the wedding. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> I need those picks up ASAP. I Send you some through. Literally, I'm like, I need to see. In. I just need to see. Um, yeah, thank you for joining me. And thank you for having me. It's been so fun chatting with you. You're honestly an amazing host. Congrats on the podcast thank and everything you. that you're doing. And I'm also excited to see what's going to happen in your life. Thank you. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, lovely. Bye. Bye.